First, the bad news. SAP Business AI won't help you generate cubist versions of your family's holiday photos. But it will help you understand which supplier is best to help you roll out your plant-based packaging in Southeast Asia. Or identify the training your junior project manager needs to rise up the ranks. And automate repetitive tasks while you focus on big innovations. So you can be ready for the next opportunity. Revolutionary technology. Real-world results. That's SAP Business AI. Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber. To improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot com. I just finished reading the book, Die With Zero, and it's exactly what it sounds like. The author, Bill Perkins, he makes the case that you ought to purposefully try and spend all of your money over your life so that by the day you die, you have absolutely nothing left. And he says that you ought to be intentional about having the best experiences and creating memory dividends with friends and family members. And that is the true essence and the purpose of life. I really enjoyed the message in the book. So in today's video, I'm gonna share with you my top four learnings so that you can decide for yourself by the end of this video if attempting to die with zero is right for you or not. I actually instituted a countdown on my phone to track the number of days I have left on Earth before I die. The average male life expectancy in the US is roughly 70. I'm in pretty good shape. So I have about 17,766 days until I turn 75. And if this video has less than 100 likes by that point, I'll be incredibly regretful. And today's my 28th birthday, so hit the like button now. My first lesson from the book is exactly what I opened with, that the premise of this entire book is to optimize life for net fulfillment over net worth. And let me start with net worth. As a late 20 year old male at this point, I started my career super ambitious. I partied a lot on the weekends, so I had fun, I had experiences. But most of the time, all I cared about was getting promoted. And you guys have followed my story on this channel. I dedicated my five years right out of college to trying to get promoted in my career, to trying to make as much money as possible. And all I wanted to do is make money at whatever cost. So I purposely moved myself away from friends to be near the office one year, and I literally had no social relationships. I was training for marathons, so I had the health angle, but I literally sacrificed my well-being in many respects so that I could make as much money as possible. It worked, I made $300,000 of W-2 income, but then I took a step back afterwards and I said, was this even worth it in the first place? Like what stories, what memories do I have from this time period of my life? And I don't have many. So looking back, I'm not gonna sit here and say I'm regretful. I think there's different seasons in your life that one season, hey, I'm gonna be money obsessed. One season, maybe a little bit more health obsessed. One season, maybe a little bit relationship obsessed. We'll get married, we'll get kids, whatever it may be. But many of you probably also think in terms of, okay, by 30, I wanna be a millionaire. By 35, I wanna be retired. By 40, I wanna donate this amount of money. You have these arbitrary milestones because you are optimizing your life, your thinking for net worth. Once I make this amount of money, then I can retire. Once I get this promotion, then I'll be satisfied. And I'm here to tell you that 
it's a vapious existence because you find yourself just going in circles and that's exactly what I experienced in my career. So now that I have not had a, a formal job, zero W2 income for the last five months, it's made me take a step back and say, you know what? I would rather make less money, but have more free time, have more opportunity to experience what I truly enjoy. Let me go to the coffee shop at 1 p.m. on a Wednesday afternoon and get a cappuccino because that's just something I like to do. So I'm now looking around saying, what can I do to optimize, to gather experiences, fulfillment, and one quick antidote, and then we'll move on to the next lesson, is you may be thinking, okay, well, Trent, I find my fulfillment, I find my satisfaction from my job. And that's what I would have told you a few years ago if people pushed me and they said, Trent, why do you work so hard? I would say, because there's nothing I enjoy more than working. But I'm here to tell you is that there's gonna come a day when you no longer want to work and you will have experienced that, hey, I worked these hours in exchange for money. The money is then a tool to then purchase goods, items, experiences, services, products. Hey, let me work one hour so that I can buy this Louis Vuitton shirt. Let me work 10 more hours so that I can go on this trip. Once you reach a certain point where you have what you need, why continue to work? Unless you're the rare exception where you truly love working. I like working, but I think there's a list of things I enjoy outside the office a little bit more. Lesson number two is to recognize the time value of money. So what this means is that when you're a baby, let's say a young child, age zero to five, what utility does money have for your life? Absolutely nothing, you can't spend money. When you are, let's say, 90 to 95, what value does money have for your life? Okay, maybe you wanna live in a nice retirement home, whatever it may be, but you no longer have the energy, you no longer have the health to want to spend the money. People grossly overestimate how much money they will actually need and spend into retirement, and this is a big problem. People oversave, they never spend all their money, and then all of a sudden they die with all this money in which they could have used that money earlier in life when they could have enjoyed it more for a really cool experience. So should you delay gratification or should you not? And there's three variables you need to think about. Money, health, free time. When you're young, you don't have much free time because you're working all the time. You don't have much money because you're trying to make money and be successful, but you have health so you can enjoy a lot of different things. When you're in your mid-career, you're starting to make a little bit more money, you still have pretty decent health, but you're working all the time trying to make it so you have absolutely no free time. When you are older, you got the money, you got all the free time in the world because you're retired, but you no longer have the health, so you can't go on the ski trip, you can't go hike the steps of Rome in the Colosseum, whatever it may be. So when you think about these different ages, you need to then take us into lesson number three, is time bucket your life out in different increments. In the book, he recommends every five years. So think about from age 20 to 25, what are a few things that I wanna fit into that time bucket? Okay, well, I'd like to buy my first house. I'd like to have my first six-figure earning year. I'd like to run a marathon. Okay, boom, simple enough, right there. Age 25 to age 30, what are a few different experiences that you'd wanna have? I wanna go hike the Himalayas in Nepal. I want to get married. I want to buy my family a house, whatever it may be. So think about over your life, these different buckets of time in five-year increments. What specific experiences do you want to bucket in? And keep in mind that if you really love going to, let's say, the opera, you can do the opera when you're 30, 
right? But you also can do the opera when you're 70 because it's a low strenuous activity. But if you really love to go on extreme hikes, should you bucket that into age 60 when you finally can escape the rat race and retire? Or should you find a way to bucket into your 50s when you actually still have your health and vibrance and you can go on the trip and still have all of your energy? And this is one of the big problems the author Bill Perkins talks about is people always think one day I will do that. But when that day finally arrives, when you're old, you no longer have the health, you no longer have the desire, and you realize that there's not actually much you want to spend your money on in the first place. And a quick side note before we go into lesson number four, he talks about giving. So giving from the sense of I'm a parent, I want to give my kids money, and giving from the sense of philanthropic philanthropy efforts. So when you give to your kids, he makes the case that you should give your kids whatever money inheritance you can manage to give them when they are between 28 and 35 because that is when they have peak optionality. What is the point in waiting until you die at 80, 90, they get the money at 50, 60? What is the use of the, of the money to them in the first place? And then when he talks about giving to philanthropy, why give all of your money the day you die you're actually dead and the money's no longer yours and you don't own it, why not give the money to that charity right now, whatever you can afford to give? Because they need the money right now. They don't need the money in 20 years. They need the money right now. And the impact that money will make will compound so much greater than as if you wait a long period of time. So those were just two interesting side notes that I think may or may not be relevant to you in your situation. And then fourth and finally, the lesson number four is your fear about running out of money. You may be thinking, okay, Trent, this sounds great. I wanna have experiences instead of material items. I wanna spend my money and not just hoard all my money. I'd rather go on that beach trip than just look at the money compound to my IRA, 401k account. Calculate how much money do you need annually to survive and live your quality of life. For me, let's say that's about $50,000. And I actually want a lot more, but $50,000 is easy for the sake of this exercise. Now let's say I'm 90 and I project that I'll probably live into 100. That's 10 more years. So if I spend $50,000 a year and I have 10 years left to live until I die, that means I need $500,000 in order to live the quality of life I need right now. So if you take me, I'm 28 years old, I'm gonna live to be at least 100, shoot, that's, 72 years left of, of life until I die. And if I'm gonna be spending $50,000, $100,000 a year, I need millions of dollars for a nest egg. So you may be worried, okay, well, I'm never gonna be able to escape, but I promise you, if you make the money, if you save it over time, you're gonna be able to find a way. He talks about annuities, and that's an insurance item to mitigate the risk around running out of money. But the meta point is that Wherever you're at in life right now, you may not be satisfied with your situation. I know at times I'm certainly not, but it's important to be compassionate with yourself like you would be for a friend and recognize that whenever you do magically achieve all these desires that you have, starting and selling the company, having a child, buying the second house, going on the dream vacation, whenever you can finally do that at age 40, 50, you would give everything at that moment in time to go back to where you're at today. Would you trade places with Warren Buffett right now? Warren Buffett is worth multi, multi, multi billions of dollars. I'm sure you would like billions of dollars, but would you wanna be a 93 year old that no longer has much health, that you know can't really do a whole lot left? 
although incredible life, incredible legacy, you would rather be at the spot you're at today, even if you don't have billions of dollars, no free time, because you still have the opportunity to live and time is all we have at the end of the day. So you have free time, but keep in mind that your attention behind that free time is all that matters. And I hope to make videos like this one that hopefully contribute and add value to your life and that you enjoyed in some way, shape or form. So if you did, make sure to hit the like button now, consider purchasing the book, Bill Perkins, I've listened to a few podcasts, he's on really interesting guy, and comment down below which of these learnings resonated most with you and what questions do you have? I will talk to you in the next video.